Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Joining you, yes, there's nothing wrong with open up with a little bit of kiss. Detroit Red Wings are in town here at Rogers Place. It is a game night. And we have a fully loaded show for you today in Oilers Now. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We'll set it up uh, right from the get-go here, get into our uh, lineup report, game day lineup report, top story, all that kind of stuff in the first half hour of the show. It is a Tuesday for the horses and the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing and breeding industry. Sportsnet spec Mark Spector today from 1235 until 115. 115 from Puckpedia, Hart Levine will uh, educate us on... Sort of the financial limitations, the challenges, not just of the Edmonton Oilers, but how many teams are actually in LTIR. We had a move last night. We're six days out from the NHL trade deadline. And uh, a guest I've wanted to have on the show for a long time uh, will join us today at 135. A two-time 50-goal scorer of the Detroit Red Wings back in the early 1970s. Many of you would remember him as an excellent analyst with Hockey Night in Canada. Uh, he has spent the last uh, few decades as the Detroit Red Wings TV analyst, Mickey Redmond, today at 135. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Top 25 has a brand new menu. You can try it at 50% off from 2 to 5 p.m. They've got new daily food specials and promotions from Kitchen and Italia. In June, country music star Dean Brody will take the stage at the River Cree. They've got lots of acts taking place here. Now that uh, there are zero restrictions in place out of the River Cree Resort and Casino. Open 24-7. Excitement. Bet on it. RiverCreeResort.com. And you can text us, Ashley Five Floors, text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. Top story, look, it's a, it's a critical game for Edmonton in the sense of this. Edmonton on a five-game homestand, they have to make some hay. Well, they did. Uh, they won in overtime against Washington 4-3. They handled Tampa Bay, a very good team, a legitimate top five team in the NHL, 4-1 home ice victory. The Oilers are now going to face three teams coming up, Detroit, Buffalo, and New Jersey, that, uh, to say the least, have uh, struggled defensively. All three teams have negative, uh, significant negative goal differentials. Uh, the Red Wings, as an example, minus 51 in goal differential. Um, 
New Jersey, I believe, are minus 29 and minus 53 for the Buffalo Sabres. The Oilers have to make some hay here in these next three games. Yeah, minus 51 for Detroit, minus 54 Buffalo, minus 29 for New Jersey. All of these teams have young skill players that could touch you. Edmonton's got to be on it. They came out like gangbusters against Washington and against Tampa. The way they started kind of resembled how Jay Woodcroft's team started in a lot of games down in Bakersfield over the last three and a half years. They're ready to go. And one of the things that we've seen with Detroit, last two times the Oilers played Detroit, uh, earlier this season when Edmonton was 9-1 and to start the year, the Oilers were flat, fell behind 3-0. Stuart Skinner had a bobble on the 3-0 goal. The Oilers got back in the game, ultimately lost 4-2 with an empty netter to, to the young rookie Morris Sider. And then going back into Detroit, uh, Dave Tippett's first year, 1920. Uh, after Edmonton had won earlier in Edmonton that year, 2-1, Oilers were flat in a 3-1 loss. Now, Edmonton's got a different-looking team as we go to the Oilers. Now, lineup report brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home, sell your old home. Sold today, Edmonton.ca. Oilers come in with a record of 32-23-4. They're 16-12 at home. Jay Woodcroft is 9-5-1. That's a 6-33 winning percentage. Edmonton. 12th in the league in goals for their 21st in goals against. 5th in the league, or sorry, 6th now on the power play, 23rd on PK. The Oilers shot metrics as evidenced by an increased 5-on-5 play. 10th uh, in the league shots for, 18th in shots against, a plus 1.8 shots per game. 7th in the league, 51.9% in the face-off circle. And Edmonton at a 900-team save percentage, 21st in the NHL. We said it when the coaching change occurred. The Oilers needed to get to 905 to 907. If they could do that, they'd probably be middle of the pack uh, somewhere around 15 to, to 17 and given the fact that they can score a bit and what their power plays were early in the year, logic would dictate they'd probably find a way to make the playoffs. Again, right now, Edmonton's 32, 23, and 4. Uh, they've played a total of 59 games. they got 23 games left. For me, they're a lock to make the playoffs if they win 15 of those 23 games. Okay, so that gets them to 47 wins. They probably get in at 45 or 46 wins, but I want to be sure. So I want to see them get to 47 wins. Connor McDavid up front with Vander Kane, who's got eight goals, 15 points in 20 games, plus nine as an winner. And Kyler Yamamoto McDavid tied with Jonathan Huberto, 83 points for the NHL scoring race. Leon Dreisettle second Austin Matthews in goal. Dreisettle's got 39 with Ryan McLeod, who's made some strides here. Zach Hyman, who's not scored. In eight straight games, he has played 12 straight games at 20-plus minutes. A lot on the right side. I think Hyman's probably a better left wing. Fogel has not scored in 11 games. Hit the post the other night against Tampa. He'll be with Shore and Derek Ryan. Malone, Archibald, and Cassian. Cassian playing 7-11 and 8-05 in his first two games. Back coming back from the broken orbital bone. And Josh Archibald played 6-26 against Tampa and had a fight. He's got to stop picking on those six foot four guys with Mikhail Sergachev. On defense, Darnell Nurse, second in the league time on ice, 2609 this year. He's got 157 hits this year. Uh, Cody Ceci's been very good. He's up to plus four in the season, plays 2047. Duncan Keith is plus eight. Quietly, Ceci and Keith have been pretty good for Edmonton. Uh, Keith playing 20 minutes a game. Evan Bouchard now over 30 points on the season. He's playing 20 minutes a game. Third pairing, Philip Broberg. We'll hear from him and Kyler Yamamoto coming up shortly. And Tyson Berry. Miko Koskin and starts in goal. He's 21-9-3 at 2.98 goals against average and a 9.06 save percentage. Uh, Koskinen's at 9.27 in his last 12 starts with a 9-1-2 record. The Oilers' opponent tonight, the Detroit Red Wings, they got a $70.7 million cap hit. They got $40 million 
on the cap next year for 14 players. So Steve Eisenman's going to have a chance to upgrade this team. Jeff Blaschel's in his seventh season as head coach with a 448 uh, winning percentage. Red Wings top line, they're without uh, two of their top five scores, including arguably their best player, Tyler Batuzzi. He did not get vaccinated. So he's not playing in Canada. Uh, Robbie Fabry is out with a torn ACL. Of course, Nugent Hopkins, and we'll do the full injury report coming up. Nugent Hopkins skated this morning early, uh, around 9.15 here at Rogers Place. Uh, yes, a Pugliarvi skated the main. He's very close. Could see Pugliarvi play as early as Thursday against Buffalo. Larkin up front with Nemenstikov and Marcus Raymond, a terrific rookie. Larkin's having a good year. He's got 27 goals, 57 points in 54 games. Um, Minus 80 the last six seasons in Detroit. Uh, Nemenstikov got two goals against the Oilers in the 4-2 victory back in uh, what have been early November. Uh, and Lucas Raymond is going to be in the mix with teammate Morris Sider for Rookie of the Year. Raymond's got 45 points in 59 games. Joe Valeno, who uh, was... The 30th overall pick of the 2018 draft, and that's when Ken Holland and Tyler Wright were still heading up Detroit's uh, drafting. Uh, he centers the second line with uh, Jacob Verana, and Verana's just returned from injury. He's only played 14 games with the Red Wings over the last two years. He's got 11 goals, and he's the guy that uh, got traded for Anthony Mantha. Sam Gagne, loved uh, by Oilers fans, spent nine seasons in Edmonton in two different stints. He's on their second line playing right wing. They got Suter with uh, Adam Ernie, a, a favorite of Steve Eisenman, a guy that bangs a bit up front, and Philip Zadina, who hasn't uh, reached the, the zenith of his potential, a six overall pick in 2018. Uh, another guy in a similar position, Michael Rasmussen, drafted ninth in 2017 with Giovanni Smith, and we think it'll be uh, Taro Haros uh, on the fourth line for the Red Wings tonight. Smith's a tough guy, 126 pims in 80 game. Rasmussen spent three years in Grand Rapids. Uh, he's got just 19 goals in 157 games. 2016, 17, and 18, the Red Wings' first-round picks. Dennis Chalowski currently playing in the AHL. Rasmussen, 19 goals in 159 games played. And Zadina, 22 goals in 143 games played. They were hoping for a little bit more traction from those guys. They got traction on the back end. Mort Sider, six overall picks. Surprise pick at that point, 2019 draft. Well, he's been good. 41 points in 59 games this year. Minus two, he plays 23 minutes a game. He's a future star. Nick Letty pending UFA on the left side. Minus 31. Former winner Jordan Osterle with uh, Philip Roddick. And Mark Stahl, a UFA D-man, 13 years with the Rangers. In his second year with the Red Wings, he does have a full no-move. He'll decide where he goes with former Vancouver Canuck, Troy Stetcher. Just waiting on a starting goaltender, uh, Jack Michaels. If you happen to get it, don't be afraid to uh, text me who you got um, going for Detroit. I'm, uh, both goalies are off the ice right now. So we'll see. My guess is we'll see Najelkovic start. He went 15-5-3 last year, the 1.9 goals against average and the 9.32 save percentage in Carolina. He's 15-17-6, and the 3.23 goals against average and 9.01 save percentage. You think I gave you enough stats? I'm going to give you some more. The Red Wings are 0-4-1 in their last five games, being outscored 27-10. And they are... 2-7-1 in their last 10 games, being outscored 54-30. to So they're giving up 5.4 goals per game over the last 10 games. And here is a ridiculous statistic. In their last 10 games, Detroit has been penalized, uh, has been shorthanded 22 times. Teams have scored on 13 times. They're killing penalties at 40.9% over the last 10 games. They're giving up 
26.9 goals per 60 over the last 10 games. That's the worst stretch in a 10-game run uh, since the league started uh, having access to those sort of stats. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. And the Oilers' power play is due to take a step forward. Like, uh, you know, they created a lot of opportunities against Washington and against um, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They scored power play goals in both games, but they easily could have had three or four. You wonder if at some point, they're just going to pop and get her going. All right, that's the lineup report, and it was an extensive one for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. Find your dream home, sell your old home, sold today, edmonton.ca. As we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Uh, Philip Broberg is a guy who's going pretty good right now. Jay Woodcroft had these comments on Broberg's growth. Rarely in young players um, that are just trying to establish themselves at the National Hockey League level, rarely is it ever just a straight line direct north in terms of uh, where their game goes. A lot of times they have to learn some lessons along the way. Um, I've called Phil uh, an experiential learner. Um, He's come a long way from that first rookie game against Calgary here in this building in September. Um, That process began in the American Hockey League forum. He had uh, earned his first recall in in November and uh, has been up and down uh, from Bakersfield ever since and I just think he feels a lot more comfortable at this level. He's learning what his capabilities are at this level and he's learning how good the league is and, and how it demands you to be at your best on a day-in, day-out basis. Now we had Philip Roberg on yesterday's show and he had these comments on Dave Manson coaching him in both the American League and now in the NHL. He is a great coach, and um, I had him in Bakersfield, and uh, I have him now in, in the M10, so it feels good for sure. And Broberg added an additional comment on taking on more minutes in the uh, NHL. Broberg is currently playing 13-31 per game. I'm, I'm just happy with whatever I get, and I'll, I'll just try to to show uh, what I can do with the, the minutes I get. So I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to help the team win in any way I can and uh, play, play as, as good as I can. Oilers uh, played five games in seven days over one stretch, then went on a five-day roadie into uh, the United States and had a back-to-back in that sequence. Not a lot of practice time. They've got some practice time in the last week. And Jay Woodcroft had these comments on how he thinks the team is responding to the extra uh, practice time. I think the team's responded well. We're trying to um, be strategic in what we're bringing to the group in terms of things that we want to work on or themes that we think are important. Um, We want to be real focused in in where we're putting our emphasis and um, just having a few more practice days over the last seven to ten days has allowed us to uh, move in some different directions as well. And uh, one of the things that's occurred, they, they spent some time on the special teams, and Connor Yamamoto ended up playing the net front in the power play over the last two games. Uh, Connor was on with Reed Wilkins last night at Inside Sports. He had these comments on that. Ever since I've came to the league, you know, I've loved to play, um, you know, the net. I find um, if you're at the net, you know, and the puck's coming to the net, you're going to have a pretty good chance of scoring. So, you know, I've always tried to get to the net. Um, and you just... On the power play, I mean, you have two of the best players in the world. Um, you know, the puck's always going to be coming to the nets here. Obviously, you're going to be getting a lot of chances. So, um, you know, it's just trying to get open, um, you know, making sure you're ready for when the puck does come. Um, you can find that loose puck and hopefully, um, you know, get a little tap in or maybe just find find a loose balance, make another play. 
um, that'll cause a goal. And again, the Oilers' power play is due to pop here. We'll see if it occurs over the next uh, three uh, home games. And Edmonton with basically 20 shots a game in the first period in the opening uh, period against both Washington and Tampa. And if that becomes a regular occurrence, I think that's going to bode well for Edmonton. Now, as many of you know, Jay Woodcroft began his coaching career with the Detroit Red Wings organization. And he was asked today about his experience uh, starting off in Detroit. It's where I cut my teeth uh, at an entry level in the coaching profession. So I'll always uh, hold uh, the city of Detroit and the organization, the Detroit Red Wings organization, close to my heart. Uh, At that time, it was... uh, a team where I think our first year we won the President's Trophy, uh, we went to the Final Four of the playoffs the next year, and then we won the Stanley Cup in year three. So uh, just elite players and elite people associated with that organization. I learned lots of lessons on a day-in, day-out basis. And as a, as a young man in the coaching profession, I just tried to have the attitude uh, to keep my ears open and um, gain as much knowledge as I could. And that didn't just mean coming from the managers or, or the rest of the coaching staff. It also meant the players because there were some real good ones that come through that program. And uh, I learned a lot just watching them, how they conducted themselves, how they prepared themselves, how they recovered, and, and how they approached games. There you go. That's Jay Woodcroft of uh, the Edmonton Oilers interim head coach, who's 9-5-1 uh, since uh, taking over the charges. And the Oilers with three games left in this five-game homestand tonight against Detroit. Tickets available, by the way, at EdmontonOilers.com. Uh, and then Buffalo Thursday, New Jersey, is a matinee 1 o'clock puck drop on Saturday. Team flies uh, Sunday to Colorado. Monday is the NHL trade deadline. Third pairing left shot D is my guess, only because I think in a perfect world they like to get Broberg some more time down in the minors. But he's opened up some eyes with his performance, as did, frankly, Nima Linen before uh, as well on his stints up here. All right, we're going to take a timeout. It's 1224 in Edmonton. And when we come back, we'll get to uh, a heavy NHL schedule for NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now live from Rogers Place. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chat. 12-27 in Edmonton. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back at the 630 Chad Studios, here's Brendan Escott. Just one game last night, so 10 other games in the NHL tonight with Toronto home to Dallas. It's Eric Colgren starting in goal for the Leafs in that one. Montreal wow. hosts Arizona. Winnipeg is entertaining Vegas and New Jersey visits Vancouver on the West Coast. We've got coverage on 630 Ched uh, starting at 530 with the face-off show. Oilers Red Wings at 7 o'clock. Josh Manson a member of a loaded Colorado Avalanche decor that after a trade the Anaheim Ducks sending the 30-year-old defenseman and of course son of Oilers assistant uh, Dave to Colorado for defense prospect Drew Hellison and a second rounder in 2023. Ducks are also also retaining 50% of Manson's $4.1 million cap hit. His entire eight-year career was spent in Anaheim until now. Condors fell for a third straight game. Some are calling it the curse of Stoffer. I saw on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, they what? lost 3-1 in, in Stockton last night. I didn't see that. What? <laughs> Shot at redemption tomorrow, though. Uh, I believe they take on Ontario on the road. Oil Kings can make it 15 in a row when Saskatoon comes to town tomorrow night. Uh, Calgary 
Calgary, rather, will be here on Friday. And the Golden Bears finally taking on the Thunderbirds in the Canada West Finals at the Claire Drake this weekend. I've not seen this curse of Stoffer thing where I'm going to have to have a conversation with somebody. All right. Uh, there you go. That is uh, NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Dylan Holloway did score last night. Uh, Bakersfield played pretty well. Uh, so they actually lost before I went down there. Then they were flat uh, on Friday in the 3-0 loss against San Diego. But by all reports, played pretty well against a good team, Stockton, last night. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta when we return. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.